Hey girl, today we're listening to Where Your Friends Podcast. We'll be looking at Turning Red. Check it out. Uh. <laughs> I've added a disgusting a long disgusting. time ago. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I added like a, uh, uh, my brain just malfunctioned. <laughs> Emotional <laughs> damage. That's what I want. It'll that's, be in there. That's yes. like the It'll story of your life, huh? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. It's Consistently. just so funny. Just, Damn. It kills me every time. Damn. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, you guys, you guys can hear me, right? No. What? Oh. Because I was like, do I hear my audio? I don't know. Do you not hear you? Yeah. Maybe I'm. Check, you don't check need to that. hear yourself. You're fine. No. Oh, it just needs to be plugged in a bit. Ah, there. Good job. In. There it wow. goes. Just you plug it in. God damn it, Alvaro. Sorry, sorry. You try you turning doing? it on and off again. I decrypt. Have you tried plugging it in? There is we it go. working now? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. All right. Yeah. God damn it, Alvaro. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. It's been a while since I've had like a good old fashioned God damn it, Alvaro. No, moment. you don't need it. I, I need it. I mean, he's he is damned already. So. I know, but like, it's I'm just cursed. it's a classic, you yeah. know. Like, it's been so long. I mean, in in Alvaro's world, it's damned if you do and damned if you don't. Yeah, so. that's true. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> that is that. That is a uh, some truth. And uh, here's another little truth for you, listeners. You are tuning in to the uh, We Are Your Friends podcast. I'm your host, Alvaro Cruz, or Alvaro Goddammit Cruz, as a uh, my co-host and brother Toby here likes to say, Switch. "We are joined as well with uh, Matt Sketch, enjoying Hel- the show." Hello, hello. You're always so pleasant. Hi, you are. Just <laughs> Hi. I choose violence every day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I come in and I'm like, today is a day to fight. <laughs> yeah. Well, eat. I have my round glasses today, so I have to be very. They look good like, though. You're soft boy. Like yeah, soft boy. <laughs> Soft boy. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nothing soft about these. Yo, these sketch, hands. It, yeah, no, if you no. want sketch to go these hard, arms. he can go hard. Yeah, but not today. He's wearing his like, round glasses. I go hard. Yeah, go hard. Not get hard. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Or both. I, I know. But like, I'm not here to judge. You go from <laughs> I am. like. I'm uh, here to judge. <laughs> so judge. You can go from like babyface John Cena to Eddie Kingston in like <laughs> seconds. <laughs> God just give it. me a reason. Yeah, like if, if you want Sketch to go street, Sketch will take it to the street, man. Well, he's taking off the glasses now, so you know it's yeah. coming. I constantly have to like tell myself to like take it easy, relax. Mm. Like sometimes my brain is like, like when you engage with people, you go, oh, let me go into my bag. I have to engage with somebody. Let me go into my bag and pull out the diplomatic errand or like the friendly errand, and but immediately. Like, if I'm not looking in the bag in my head, I'm immediately already pulling out the aggressive, Aaron. And I go, nope, not today. I just put that back in there. Shit. Constantly. I'm going, why do I keep bringing can, can out? We what dub- is this guy doing here? Yeah, stop. I want to call it 1990s Queens, New York, uh, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're like a seance. Like, we're trying to get like the uh, 90s we're trying to like Queens, summon New York, Aaron, sketch. Someone be mad. Yeah. Hey, yo, what's up? What's up, homie? <laughs> Bing, bong. Yeah. What you? Bing bong. Bing bong. Fuck your life. Fuck your life. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 
you know, you'd be fine in New York, I feel, you know? Mm. I guess, you know, the problem that I have with, like, traveling in other places is that I have, like, the immigrant mentality all the time of, like, you don't belong here. You are not from here. Um, Learn the rules first so that you don't get robbed. Like, I always have to, like, think like that where it's, like, the worst can happen. So I'm always, like, how do I mask myself? I... I know how to get around New York, like no problem. Like I can act. But like you I'm also know there. how to yeah how to be New York. Yeah, so like right? when I'm it's going there and I'm around. Yeah, so when I talk be, yeah. and when I, it's very, I, I behave. I I try to like get to like the New York mentality vibe. The when New I'm York there. state of mind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, exactly. He did it. He went there. I mean, I didn't say it. Somebody else <laughs> Nas, like, Nas would be so proud <laughs> <laughs> but like that's the thing it's like i don't know it's um you know having having gone there so many times ever since i was a kid too like mm. understanding that like it's not about like being an asshole so, so you could be like them it's just like like the bare minimum of like aggression is just it's a little bit like it's it's a leagues higher than everywhere else in the world mm. that like when you get there it's like when you talk like that, you realize like you're not actually being aggressive at all. That's just like level normal, yeah. you know, like little things like that. I learned about America is like when you order something like it's either like, a, yeah, let's do a Big Mac. And like, a, it's it. not like, hi, I'd like to get a da, 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 da. It's like, confident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me that. Uh, 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 like, it's like it's very uh, to me, that's aggressive. Like that's a little bit, a little bit more. Because we're, we're used to Canada, where it's yeah. like, "Hey, may I please get a?" Yeah. Um, Hi, I'd like to get a. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you have yeah. you know? Yeah, there, do it's you like, have, oh my god. Yeah, and and that's he, interesting. And, and in America, Shit. it's like you know, yeah. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna do. Uh, like, it's already happening. It's already. I'm gonna do yeah. a thing. Like, it's not even asking. It's there's, like there's no hellos. There's no asking. There's yeah. no question marks here. <laughs> yeah. Damn. So when I'm in New York and I'm getting a pizza, I'm like, can I get a you know? Yeah. Or like, can I get a. Give me that uh, uh that that pepperoni and that's it. Like, and they they don't even they don't even like they're used to go. It. What the fuck are you talking? About? Like they're just like yep. And they, they, it's not even. It's like you're not even there. Yeah. They're just giving you the pizza. That's it. Like they're just like yeah. All right. Leave <laughs> and leave. And you don't take any of it personally. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you're just like. Anyways. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh. And and I only do that if I'm like it's just me. Yeah. Because then you know I'm a little like because I run around by myself in New York when i'm there mm-hmm. and it's so much fun but also like i can already tell like if i'm not careful it could be dangerous word <laughs> you know so so yeah it's mm-hmm. i don't know it's pretty funny Yo. it's a very different way of life it really is i mean you got five mega cities in one basically yeah like, basically yeah anybody it's, who says that toronto is like like whatever i'm like no, it no in some ways like you know, for certain people, yes, it can be dangerous. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But, like, in a lot of ways, like, if you compare it to, like, New York City, like, it's holy shit. Yeah. I remember, like, coming back to Toronto after, like, being in New York. And I was like, I feel like it's Sunday. <laughs> and, like, nothing's happening. You know what I mean? In Toronto. Yeah. It's like that. It's kind of amazing. But it's like baby New York. Yeah. Mm. And it's, it's I it's love like the, it. Like, it's like the nice little brother. Yeah. You know? If you wanted like a day off, you go there. Yeah. <laughs> like you go to Toronto. Can I come with you? No, stay no. at home. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> but dad. <laughs> Man. But uh, we're not talking about tr- New York 
today. We're talking about Toronto. We, we are, are talking, talking about, about Toronto. Toronto. More specifically, a little a movie. Yeah, a little yeah. movie that was not filmed in Toronto, surprisingly enough. Mm. Yeah. But dedicated to Toronto. It was set oh, in Toronto. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yes. Yep. So awesome. So, but, uh, so true. What's this little movie called? Red Turning. Turning Red. <laughs> Abby, hit me. <laughs> we, got uh, we got it on the first I, one there. Did I get it? Yeah, no. nailed it. First nailed it. try. <laughs> turning Red. Disney Pixar's Turning Red, which Fucking is uh, now available on Disney Plus for streaming. And we highly encourage you to do that uh, do and then come back and hear the episode. Yeah. We're going to be uh, talking about spoilers. Mm-hmm. Spoilers? Yeah. Spoilers? I, I feel like we need to talk about spoilers if we want to really get into it. Yeah. Okay. So that, um, that's the heads up here. You have been warned. Yeah. Uh, go see the movie. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Yeah. It's really, really good. Pause it's this. Great. Yeah. Go yeah. watch the movie. Come back. And then we can all be on the same page. Jo- join us in then. Come on Because we'd also like your uh, your input as well. Yeah. We need some feedback, you know? Absolutely. Exactly. Yes. I mean, uh, so I guess... Uh, story is of a young girl may who uh chinese canadian mm-hmm. and she, she reminds me of like specific character like people in my life oh you've probably met them yeah it's so great yeah. <laughs> like you know i didn't grow up as like an asian girl so uh-huh. there was a lot of things that were like you know foreign to me oh yeah but being asian Hundred percent. Yeah, I was the other side of that mm. because I was raised female. And that's that what's so time great period. about this. Yeah, it covers. It surprisingly, it covers a lot of ground. Yeah, right? like there was that one scene where they were walking down the hallway, and mm. she, she's saying it's such a small thing. She's using the deodorant, and I'm like, that's secret for her. <laughs> I know because I had that exact deodorant when I was her age. <laughs> that's the one Whoa. that like everyone's mom buys them when they're hitting puberty because it comes in those fucking puberty packs that they used to sell at Shoppers Drug Mart. <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah and they smelled like shit. fucking baby powder they were nasty i hated it god damn <laughs> yeah but yeah it's uh this movie takes place in the uh early 2000s yes. as well something that we can all 2002 specifically yes mm-hmm. not crazy um but it's a young girl who is essentially cursed when her emotions go haywire mm-hmm. she turns into a giant red panda are you a werewolf? No. What? He's a red panda. So she has to learn how to control her emotions or how to control having the ability to be a red panda. Yeah. And, I, I, I was actually surprised by the movie because mm. I thought it would be more focused on like that boy band plot line mm. that was there. I'm like, oh, it's going to be about her like trying to like <laughs> yeah. learn how to control her panda so she can go see the concert. Yeah. What I didn't realize is that the movie has almost more of a focus on the fact that she can control her panda. Yeah. Yes. And she's trying to hide that fact mm-hmm. because her mother wouldn't trust her to be able to control the panda. Yeah. And I'm like, that's way more interesting and way more layered than I thought it was. Yeah. You know? So you had initially thought that the whole point was going to be with the boy band thing, eh? Yeah. Well, I thought it was going to be more her learning or trying to control the panda or keep the panda a secret mm-hmm. so that she could go see the boy band. Okay. You know? that, that makes sense. Rather okay. than like, she almost immediately was like, yo, I got this. <laughs> and then it was just her mom. You mm-hmm. know, it's that like, it was so much about like, the relationship with her mother and like, all the relationships with the women in the family. Yeah. It's just very interesting. So, uh, before we really get into the nitty gritty, uh, yes. just a quick little review, I guess we all loved it. Oh yeah. Two thumbs up, it, five yeah. stars, 10 so out of 10, good. we'll do it again. I'd so say, good. to be, to be very, you know, uh, 
I, I don't want to. I don't want to give it too much. I'd say like four and a half or four out of five. Yeah. Like, there there are some things that I felt like there could be a little bit more or could be replaced in a sense of like storyline. I thought it was good, but I don't think I was like I don't think I I really felt detached from it in a sense that like it didn't relate to me. Yeah. You know, like a lot mm-hmm. of people's complaints was like. Oh, like it, it doesn't relate to me. And you're like, shut the yeah, fuck up. Well, then maybe that you're. This is for other people. Yeah, that, yeah, that exactly. I've seen, seen that. It was a lot of that. But yeah. why? It's just it's, like when we're going into a movie, we have to like place ourselves in within the character, even if it's something we we're well, not. That sense is very simple. It's like nerds are used to getting what they want. Yeah, and rarely does it ever not go their way. Mm-hmm. And when they don't go their way. They lose their fucking minds. I can't relate to this. No one can relate to this. Well, people have related to this. Yeah. So I, I guess I guess you're related to fucking Dor- Dory. Like, yeah. I guess you're related to Nemo. The fuck? Yeah. Like, yeah. toys? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, man. Well, it's, it's interesting because, like, one of my favorite animated films of all time is mm-hmm. How to Train Your Dragon. I yes. love those fucking movies. Yeah. They're brilliant. However, you pointed I, out all of me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have nothing in common with Hiccup. Right. I was never in that position of having that sort of father mm-hmm. and having that sort of relationship with my dad. If anything, my dad and I don't have that much of a relationship like that. Right. You know, it's always been kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, and I'm like, oh, yeah. That's our relationship. <laughs> it's just grunting and nodding at each other. Yeah. Um, so, like, I didn't relate to that. But... I love those movies because you don't have to understand completely, but you can empathize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's just as strong of a, an emotion. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the funny side of that, right? The funny version of that statement is that like for decades, for centuries, the most popular stories is like, you know, like a straight in, in Hollywood anyway, it's like a straight white man. And for some reason, it makes like box office draws and stuff like that. And like it's huge. So for some reason, everyone else have figured out a way to relate to a straight white man. Yeah. And then the one th- the one time it doesn't go that way, they are up in arms about it. Yeah. And it's like, hey, man. <laughs> Give other people a chance. They've literally paid, you know, they've made your, your types of movies successful. Mm-hmm. It's not because of you guys. It's because everyone got into it. Women, you know, LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. To you know, everyone, black yeah. people, like Hispanics, Asians, we've all put money down to watch Captain America, mm-hmm. Iron Man, Thor. Relax, this isn't <laughs> yours. This one's not yours, but it's also it's still a good story. Mm. Yeah, you and, know? and I just feel like if we really try hard, we can peel down the layers of what makes us different and see how we're very much the same. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, because uh, we've all had parents. So you could relate on that level of relationship. We all have a family. We all have had friends. We all were scared, confused teenagers in middle school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's the stretch there to not watch this movie and see yourself? You know the in my, there? my one critique? The grandmother mm. like having like a great heart to heart talk. That's that's with uh, her? that's false. That that's impossible. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if she's a hard ass, she will always be. She's a hard ass to everyone. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> it, it's it's funny you bring that up. Like I, so like bouncing off of this, 
a big theme in not only um, this movie, but in uh, Coco and mm-hmm. in uh, Encanto, Encanto before it yeah. is generational trauma. Yes. And I, there's like a really awesome psychologist on psychologist or psychiatrist or therapist. Psychi- I don't know. She does something. Um, maybe. I don't know. I, I forget what her thing is. <laughs> Fair enough. But she knows her shit and that's all that matters. So her name, I think, is Georgia Dew or Drew. I will link her in the Show episode notes. descriptions. Yeah. Yes. Um, but she did a whole analysis of like turning red yeah. from the ending all the way to the beginning. Oh, wow. So she went in reverse. Because she's like, you need to understand the trauma that the mother has with the grandmother to understand that how that trauma traveled down into May. Mm -hmm. And it's just so interesting. And and, and going off of that whole like her her mother, like Mm -hmm. like the grandmother with the mother thing, she's like the the therapist was saying, It's not everything that the mother needs to hear. Yeah. You know, just the like I'm your mother, like that that that, mm-hmm. that little statement. She's like, they may never have that full conversation that they yep. need to have, but it's what the grandmother was able to give her. Yeah. And so she's like, as like someone who works in this field, if I were sitting with this family, I'd be like, that's not enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you need to do more. Yeah. But we'll take it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, you know? there was so much about family in that movie that like, like really like hit me in the face. Emotional damage. Like we were, me and my brothers were crying because it was like so. Like this is so real. Oh my god! (laughs) It was so real. (laughs) But like also, um, you know, based on like different different uh, races, though, like uh, Hispanic, you know, uh, Caucasian people, uh, Asian, there are different family dynamics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Different ways that the the family at large, kind of that relationship plays out. Right. Um, so, Aaron, I guess uh, you felt like it was pretty much the same kind of dynamic you've had to deal with in, in your life. It's it's different because I felt like I had I didn't have like a close personal friendship with my dad the way the way she uh, the way May has with like her mom. Mm-hmm. I was like kind of jealous about that. I, I had a great relationship with my mom, but not with my dad. Right. So like if you flip that, it's like technically I'd be uh, it's like it'd be like me and my dad, yeah, right. And I didn't have that kind of relationship with my dad, and she had a great relationship with her parents in a sense, mm-hmm. but her mom mm-hmm. just being too clingy. But I knew exactly one person. You also know her too, but I'm not gonna put her name out here. Fair enough. But she is <laughs> like, but like that's like that's her family. Oh. Like her mom cares so much about it but she runs everything she runs the whole house mm-hmm. and it's like kind of a detriment to her son like to her kids progress because mm-hmm. they don't get to take care of themselves because they need their mom and it's kind of like that like you need to kind of have your kids be your own you know like be themselves mm-hmm. basically yeah and it was like that's that coddling of like asian parents like mm-hmm. they don't believe that their their kids can take care of it and it's like they always see themselves to be like this small and like incapable of stuff. And I think like in that in that side of it, that's that's kind of like my dad, my parents, like they're they just don't think we can do the things. So they're always surprised. Like, wait, what? Really? <laughs> wait, you did that? No, you can actually be proud of us now. It's cool. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> you're yeah. allowed. Yeah, you're allowed to do that now. I know it's been a long time, but, you know, you can't actually be. Yeah. So like a lot of that is kind of funny, uh, interesting, but 
yeah, like being out of place in another country, I always thought that was interesting. I was I was an immigrant, right? So like not like she she seems like she grew up here. Yeah. So that was interesting to see, you know. I felt like I learned more about uh uh like immigrant families in that movie that I might have like, you know, kind of overlooked or not really like took the time to like see because I like noticed my uh my I knew my friends were like that basically. It's like watching my friends like families and not like necessarily mine. So that yeah. was interesting, you know. I, I didn't see my grandma till like I don't know, like I, I stopped my grandma like I was like what thir- twelve or thirteen twelve when I got here. And ever since then I didn't see my grandmother, right? So mm-hmm. I have like zero relationship with them and they've they've long passed like since I was a kid. So like, you know, it's a little bit different. You know, so I always feel like family is like a an interesting. It's a it's a f- slightly almost foreign topic in my mind. Anyway, yeah. I mean, one of the more interesting pieces though of the film is that uh, when May kind of finds a happy place, per se, it's her friends. Yeah, it's the family. Hell yeah, she is chosen. And there's even a scene later on, like really afterwards, she's like, "Oh, you know, I learned how to control," and they're like. By thinking of us, and she's like, mm. uh, "The people I love most, yeah, you guys, yeah." And she's kind of <laughs> weird. So I thought that was interesting because I remember uh, as a kid feeling a bit um, outside of my family, right. and you know, I don't know if they'll listen to this and be offended by that, mm-hmm. which I'm pretty sure they are. But like, it is what it is. Yeah, you, you know, know, you can't help what you feel. Yeah, and and I felt like an outsider because. Mm. I am in a way like to my extended family in Chile. I'm the kid who was born in Canada. Right. Mm-hmm. The gringo. Right. You know, that's how they see me. And then we, even within my own family, the dynamics were always chaotic to say the least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just wanted to be outside of the chaos. So family you know, and friends are yeah. very interesting because like, you know, you choose these people and yeah. they chose you. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're you kind of have to learn to love your family in a sense, even though like it's a, it's instinctively a part of you because you are, you are birthed by your mom, and then she's there to take care of you and protect you. Mm. But like it's not one of those like, it, not that all moms are like this, but it's it's not like a job. It, it, it's almost like there's like a partly a job into it. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it's their duty and stuff, but like. With 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 friends, it's like the criterion of it is like you know. I mean, do I just connect with you on a level that not other people do, and that's why we're friends? Wow, who are you? I love it. Fight the power. Yeah. That's so different, right? It's such a it's such you know. So yeah. you kind of like learn to really, you know, but feel I, more I, precious I've, with uh, them. I felt that family, safety, and space were friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I felt I felt that real sense of family more so with friends with people who admittedly were strangers. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't ha- we don't have any blood connection. Mm-hmm. But I still feel that safety, we yeah. feel that comfort of family with my friends. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I can relate, you know, and I thought that was uh Yeah, that part I thought yeah. it was great. Like the friends the the, the value of the friends and stuff. I also love like the 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 type of friends she had, <laughs> like that yeah. was like so specific, 
And I was like, wow, this crew is like, I, I've seen this group of friends before I've in my school. I've been in that group of friends. <laughs> that was my group of friends when I was that age. Yeah. Yeah. It That's was really amazing. surreal watching that. <laughs> we were all Backstreet Boy fans too. Oh my God. So, and we had our favorites. And there were 100% two that no one cared about. Wow. Yeah. It was like, oh yeah, then there's those two and they're, they're good. They're fine. Speaking fine. of Four Town, do you know they have like, they have like a, a Spotify of like Fortnite like an album oh yeah, my god like and like <laughs> that song is they're so supposed good. to be like a tour and st- like it's like it, they're full blown with that oh with my that. god it's so fun and apparently Can like Phineas yeah <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I couldn't I could not I'll stomach. pick fours on my cheeks and everything <laughs> oh my god so wait who, who's I'm gonna be Tyler <laughs> you're, ty- like, you're Tyler Billie Eilish I think worked on the soundtrack and then Phineas, Damn. like her brother, is one of the members of Fort Town, like one of the voices for Fort Town. Interesting. <laughs> so it's, wow. It's so cool. I was like, oh wow, they went full on with this. It's so sick. Mm-hmm. I loved in the movie, I love like when she gets on the streetcar. It's the old streetcar. And yeah. I was like, wow, that's so cool. Like the the look of the whole place to me was like, this is specifically Chinatown. Yeah. yeah, like I know this area and, and Kensington Market. Yeah, 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 hundred percent Kensington Market. I was like, this is so dead on. Like, it's, and then the thing is, they're not even telling you specifically where it no. is. You just, but know. you kind of know. And also, like their house behind the temple, I'm like, that's a Canadian home. Like that, yeah. like <laughs> the fence and like the brick, the, the color the of the brick when is you go in, yeah. like the little breakfast area, and like the, oh. the details. I was like, yeah. this is insane. Like I was like, it's creepy how close it is mm-hmm. i was like mm-hmm. <laughs> that was amazing i love oh, yeah. that it's absolutely yeah. fantastic <laughs> what else was it in the schools there's so many cringe moments oh oh my favorite moment is when she re- when she started drawing the 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 Devin. The, the, oh Devin? my god Devin. i messaged you guys when yeah, i was yeah. watching them we were like this, yeah. these look like my old drawings <laughs> I need to find my old drawings and like show oh them boy. to you guys, and you'll be like, "Oh my god, you're right." The the face that she did, I died. She's like, Ooh. <laughs> "That was so my funny. favorite." Well, she's like, "It's like she because you you've been there yeah. where you're like, I I shouldn't be drawing this, but I can't help myself. But yeah. I'm gonna. <laughs> but I'm gonna." And she and she like has to hide and like try. And I was yeah. like. I may not have drawn like a boy that I liked or something like but that. Something that you shouldn't I've have definitely, drawn. Yeah, I've yeah, definitely yeah, drawn yeah. something I shouldn't be drawing and was ashamed to. But then, like, there's a level of shame, but then there's the excitement that yeah. I'm going to draw this and I'm going to make this happen. <laughs> I remember the first time I drew two people kissing, I was like, oh, oh my God, what have I done? I've drawn pornography. Why would you draw those things? Those Uh, that's Catholic guilt right there, eh? Oh, oh man. God. I wasn't even raised Catholic. <laughs> I I died. I was like, this is so specific to artists. Yeah. That was amazing. That's so funny. That, I was, it was something definitely relatable. I was in love with that. That was like it was I felt like it was like an ode to people like us that draw yeah. and like just you do things that you like. You can just draw whatever you want kind of thing and then just be like, oh, this is something I'm not supposed to do, mm-hmm. but I'm going to do it. No. <laughs> when, I, when when her mom opens it, I was like, no. 
Yeah, I was like, I curled into a little ball, and I was like, oh. Like reliving a trauma. I was like, oh yeah. my god. No. Yeah, it was like all my worst fears when yeah. I was that age, like come to life. <laughs> like, oh no, my mom's gonna find it, and then she's gonna like take me to like the person that I drew, and she's gonna tell everyone. And I think the scary grounded. part about that was that never happened to me, right? Where mm-hmm. my mom or my dad saw the thing that I'm not meant to be showing or drawing, but it, I thought about it. And, and what would happen? And, and in the, and in the movie, it's happening, and you're like, "Oh, it would be as bad as it would." Exactly. That, that is terrible. Oh, thank God that never happened to me. Yeah. Oh my God, that was so. I think funny. that that was a collective uh, sense of embarrassment for sure. Oh my gosh. Oh my God, just curling up into a little ball, my fucking sphincter clenched. It's <laughs> like this is <laughs> so tight. It's so, yeah. And that's kind of why I found so baffling about the comment that it was like unrelatable to this person. Because I was like, really? There's so many in this movie that you could have related with and nothing. You couldn't see anything of this. And I was like, I am a straight Asian male and I still related to maybe like a big portion of it. And that's why I thought like, well, who cares? Like there's still like millions and millions of people that would still enjoy this. Like they would relate to something of this. And just just the idea of like just immigrants too, mm-hmm. they don't didn't even have to be a, like Chinese or mm. or Asian for that fact. Like for that matter, it's like it could be anybody that's an immigrant, which is like so many of Toronto. No, but yeah. they you know they, I mean? they made Toronto. If you look at the crowds and the people, like yeah. the security guard. Yo, guys, I want yeah. Tim Hortons after you know. This. Hell yeah, but like <laughs> the Tim bits. The thing is, like yes. it looked like yes. Toronto looked. Yeah, you yeah. know, like there was a. It was like natural diversity, I'm going to call it. Yeah. Natural diversity because it didn't feel like it was in your face or anything like that. But you could tell like uh, even some of the kids in her class. Yeah. You know. Ty- um, if Tyler's dad had an accent, I was like. Yes. Yeah. I right. remember that. Yes, yeah. exactly. You know. You know my favorite part about like, it? My, like like the, the, the best part about it to me is the, my favorite, favorite part about it. It was labeled Skydome and not Roger Center. Yes. And I was like 2002. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we know. I was like. Oh, I just love like, just, just the little sweet touch there is so perfect. Yeah, when they when they changed the dome to uh, Rogers Center, everyone mm-hmm. was like, it was like a wet fart in a crowded oh. elevator, and oh. the elevator was stuck. Oh. We're all like left with this kind of like stink face looking at that name, yeah. and like you know the dude Rogers, like he has a statue of himself mm-hmm. by the outside the stadium. Yep. Like, fam, why? What did Dude, you do? Chill. You already have your name on it. Yeah. Calm the fuck down. Yeah, like we won two World Series and we don't have Joe Carter out there in bronze. Come on. Yeah, that sounds wow. like a billionaire's wet dream. So yeah, you know. it's so bad. Like I, I do appreciate the Skydome. <laughs> yeah, it was a nice touch. Definitely. It was so awesome. <laughs> I was so happy. That made me so happy. That was like that completed my nostalgia to like maximum. I was like one hundred percent. That's it. Um, for you guys, the the big reveal of like the uh, the final uh, showdown that yeah. happens at the Sky Dome, that was pretty shocking. Like, I, I Which was like, turns oh, into like a massive. Yeah, that. I was, yeah. I was like, oh. Oh, I did not see that coming. I, I was funny because I was like, like wow. what's the big deal? Is mom's also going to be a red panda. Like, who cares? And like, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, man. So, okay. All right. 
that entire conflict, I was like, holy fucking shit. Yeah. Because like, I actually did grow up best friends with my mom. Mm. Like, we were so fucking close. Like, oh. just like Maymay and her mom. Yeah. Right? And when I came out, that's when we had that sort of huge fucking conflict. Oh where we were God. arguing every single day. Oh and like, God. it got to the point where like, there's that last little bit where Mays decided to like, go off on her own path. Yeah. And she tells her mom, like, I'm afraid that the further I go, the further I'll be away from you. Yeah. And her mom goes, me too. And my mom and I had that moment where wow. I realized I needed to go forward with this. Yeah. And there would be things about me that would be changing because I would be growing as a person. And it was just sort of like, I'm afraid that I'm going to lose this connection with her. And she yeah. was afraid that I would change to the point of no longer having the connection as well. Yeah. So that entire like Holy little shit. bit there, I was like, this is too fucking real. Yeah, that's wow so like i i connected so hard with that yeah um and like now my mom and i are great like yeah. if anything we're we're closer than ever you know but, yeah. but we had to get over that hurdle just like maybe and her mom did you know and then that, that is being so, so much profound closer, like, like whoa shit. yeah but like but wow. like what you were saying like i'm i'm not like an asian girl yeah but yeah. there was something there for me that i was like holy mm -hmm. fucking shit i super resonate with this yeah. and that was so yeah, that whole entire conflict was just so well done and so well executed for yeah. anyone who's ever been in the position where they need to start like separating themselves from who they were as a child yeah. to who they're going into and, and also, their parents' conflict with that. I yeah. think it's also separating yourself from your parents' expectations into your reality. Yeah, you know, definitely. Um, and fuck, isn't that the most relatable thing? Mm -hmm. Like my most relating thing is is more Shang-Chi than it is turning yeah. red. Yeah, but but same, <laughs> which is funny enough, because same sort of, like what I was saying before, generational trauma, yeah. same kind mm -hmm. of thing. Like it's it's interesting that like Disney and Marvel are playing, and Pixar are like yeah. playing with these very similar themes. Like even the short film Bao that, that the director did. Yes. Same idea, yeah. where it's this sort of like holding on to your child so tight and how that affects them mm -hmm. and how that trauma then carries forward. Mm -hmm. and you're just like oh fuck. there's so many yeah th there's so many things about these movies that i find is so important mm -hmm. that i feel for once like not that i needed to be included like i was desperate for that but it was like a, an amazing surprise how impactful it is when it does actually kind of relate closer to you yeah. never really had that i've had to like i don't know man I, I i gotta say inclusion is a hell of a drug right you know and yeah. Cause like I feel that with Coco, I felt that with Encanto. Mm -hmm. I was like, "Fuck yeah, this, this, yeah, I get it." I still have you to know? finish uh, Encanto. I, I, we got, uh, we got sidetracked and I couldn't uh, continue I watching it, but I, I really should finish it. Yeah, because same themes, right. same very strong themes. Right. Yeah. Just. Yeah, but like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's like uh, the fact that this movie was made by you know by a very diverse cast as well. Yeah you saw the effects of these different voices in the room mm -hmm. and fuck doesn't make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. And, and God, we need more of it. We do. We really do. I think we will get more of it yeah. as time goes on because I think we've said so in one of our previous uh, episodes, but 
we're definitely getting to a point where people our age are making these movies. It's, yes. it's not like the old generation anymore. And we're the generation, mm-hmm. which is why I think this sort of trauma is coming through in so much of their movies, because we've grown up with a generation of parents who didn't believe in therapy, yeah. didn't believe in mm-hmm. confronting your problems. You know, like I, my mom and I had this very, very recently where I've been recently um, started treatment for ADHD. And there were things that I didn't realize that I was doing that were problematic that were ADHD symptoms because my mom did them and she was never diagnosed. Oh. And so we're the children, we're the products of this, yep. of these people who had these mental um, like divergencies, like these neurodivergencies, and were never properly treated for them. And so mm-hmm. we grew up thinking they were normal. And now we're making media right. that represents what we've grown up with. So ha- you're going to see a lot of media like our that. Our haunting. Yeah. Of, yeah. of their trauma. Exactly. Of their damages. You know, I definitely have that in my family. Um, yeah. There's a lot of situations. And yeah, growing up, it was just like, you're you're too old to to be sad about that. You know? And that's oh, projecting. Yeah. 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 A hundred percent. Oh, yes. yeah. Definitely. So, yeah. Like we're, now that we're the ones in charge of making media, that's one of the things we want to cover. And more so than any generation before us, it definitely is a more diverse group of voices that are getting their chance to be heard. Yeah. Because um, the old guard is phasing out and the old guard was all, you know, straight white men who were like, oh, let's make another fairy tale movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have we done Rapunzel yet? No, we haven't. <laughs> no, no, not, not yet. Let's do that one. All right. Yeah. You know, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> we're done with that. We've, we've done them all. Now it's time to hear some different voices. Yeah. But isn't it interesting how that's all it really takes Mm -hmm. is to be a little bit more inclusive in these storytelling, um, you know, worlds. And like, it's just suddenly way better. Like it's, it's it's more interesting now, you know, not that like all the other old movies were bad or something like that, but like, I'm still, I'm interested Mm -hmm. still, you know, you know, it's just more content and stuff. And yeah. And I think that whole like gatekeeping has been, you know the fact that it it doesn't really it, there's less of that now mm-hmm. because of YouTube and like other ways to get you know content. It's like I don't know. It's just that's that's kind of one of the reasons why I still think it's great that like that. That's why I think it's great that we still have you know that we have these new sources of like you know streaming of content. And yeah, stuff. I oh, think yeah. I think a misunderstanding as well is like you know no one's telling these white dudes to not make things. Go ahead and make them. Yeah, like they, they still dominate yeah, like, most of the market. Let's yeah, be honest. Go ahead and make. Isn't that it, hilarious? But like, don't they're complaining as if they're yeah. not allowed to do something. What yeah. if they were actually not allowed to do it? Yeah. Like yeah. you, you go make it. What? No one's it's stopping like, them. Yeah. 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 No one's stopping and, you from making another Captain but, America. But like, movie. but yeah, the man. thing is, like, don't don't shit on something new or something different yeah. just because you're scared. It tells so know? much yeah. about like their like what what they actually want to do, which is just like suppress everyone else mm. you know which is like jesus like yeah. okay we didn't like what you were making before we're sick and tired of it you get mad and says go make your own stuff they go make their own stuff and then they're like it's stupid i couldn't relate to it i couldn't relate to it yeah. shut the fuck up man well even mm. when they made brave all those years ago yes that was the first time i had heard that sort of response because right i think that was one of the earliest examples of Disney really taking a chance on a female-led plot that mm-hmm. didn't involve any sort of love interest. Right. That was very focused on that maternal mother, mother relationship. Yeah. yeah. And so many people yeah. 
like we're like oh I, I can't relate to this it's not it's not realistic and realistic my fucking ass i'm like motherfucker have you never had a mother who loves you <laughs> well i th- i think that's actually the fuck you kind of do bring up a good point there because like uh apparently this is me saying apparently because i have a very loving mom who was very much involved in my life and pretty much my only guardian um apparently a lot of people like a lot of men like white straight men don't have a relationship with their moms she's so weird to me yeah which is really fucked up yeah yeah that's weird like it kind of reminds me of like that scene well like kind of like in american beauty mm-hmm. how you know the weird kid who took the pictures like his mom was apparently like a mute who just sat on a chair yeah it, it's like, so weird <laughs> to me I, I guess that does make a lot of sense though because if mm. you look at a lot of like straight white male media there's that mama's boy trope yeah that happens a lot and yeah. That makes so much sense because if that's such a trope, then maybe they're projecting, mm-hmm. you know, what, like a sort of an extreme example of you know, what they would know, have wanted with the, their mom. The, the, yeah. the mother is the enemy, so the, the son must recreate the father. Jordan Peterson, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Freud. Let me tell you about lobsters. Well... <laughs> Fuck that guy. Let me say that loud and clearly with two hands. Fuck that guy. Yeah. You got to read uh, a fucking book and then read another book and then you got to study Plato and then you got to study everything. You can't just listen to that motherfucker and think you know something. Go read fucking books and live. Also, if I may, you don't have to read Plato. Um, yeah. I personally don't like Plato. Okay. So. You know what? It's uh, an <laughs> intro step into philosophy, Toby. All right. You don't need it's philosophy either. So, anyway, it's uh, important. So, so, so anyway, Turning Red was a good movie yes. that I would recommend for anyone mm. that has an emotion, especially have, uh, you know, emotion towards their parents. Yeah. You'd relate to this. Mm. Regardless, uh, I am a straight Asian man and I still related to, you know, her puberty. Yeah. <laughs> Going oh through God. puberty. Oh my God. I, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty like amazing to kind of definitely not like, you know, the red part, but like the, but, but more specifically to like how, when you get older, you, your parents don't understand you and you know, you're trying to be like, I'm trying to deal with something here. Do you mind? Yeah. Kind of thing. Mm. I was like, yeah, I get that. Mm. I get that for sure. You know, but like it was, you know, to me, I think, I think that movie just kind of spoke to a lot of people and I thought, Mm. yeah, it was just so surprisingly just really, really good. I was mad that it wasn't in theaters. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, it deserved to have been in theaters. Yeah. I don't don't know why why that didn't happen. I I do hope. Yes. I do hope that maybe it can get a theatrical release somehow. I don't know. Uh, probably not. Yeah, I'd go see it. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. They're not going to mm. back release it now. It wouldn't make a lot of money. Jujutsu mm. Kaisen was in theaters. How the fuck is Turning Red not in theaters? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, I don't how get do they it. not release it? Yeah, I don't get it. It's so stupid. <laughs> but, eh, you know, at least we well, can see al- it. Also, more than anything, I just want to be like, hey, I want to see more from that team. Yeah, like, I want to see so much more. You know 100%. I mean? Yeah, I yeah. want to see what oh. she's going to do. I think she's an amazing director. Yeah. So good. Like, that whole team, like, yeah, the animation directors, oh, every, all the, of them were um, so great. Mm-hmm. The way, I think they had that kind of, like, Ren and Stimpy 
idea of every single like face has to be different mm. because yeah. wow the little just the little emotions yeah. the little slight things the over well, they like, they really thought about like anime for some reason mm. and oh it's God, funny because eyes. how they ended up with with that kind of technique that you could kind of say a little bit like Ren and Stimpy exactly mm. yeah. but it's like their method their their you know their headspace was like anime-ish you know kind yeah. of thing and i was like wow that's so cool how that but uh also even like the little things like the movement of the characters oh yeah they allowed themselves to be a little bit more like open to unreal movement but oh. to make things more dynamic yeah. you know one you know? other thing that i thought was really great was they made like the guys like look gorgeous in a sense that because they are pop stars yeah. i don't think we've actually really seen something like that in a in a, in a disney or pixar movie do you know what i'm saying no like they don't really look like they have to be like big and buff and like i'm a man not like you know like almost like their lips literally mm. was like drawn like there has to look like kissable lips for for the girl because that's how girls would love to see it. and i thought like this is wild like yeah. this is amazing <laughs> and that that is how you see like speaking as someone who used to be a boy band fan yeah like that is how you see them like right. i look back now at pictures of like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys, <laughs> and I'm like, really? Also, I, really? <laughs> the, specifically, how they made music was mm. at mm. that era, like bam, bam, and it's in sync. Yeah, kind of like the with you know with the hits. Like I was like, whoa, this is like so accurate. Like this is insane. It's so good. Wow. So, just as like the last question. Mm. Um, who is your favorite character and why is it Abby? No one will help me think. A little panda. Abby, come on, man. It'll clear my mind. Just a little hint. <laughs> I feel attacked. I feel attacked. What the hell, man? Wait, which one's Abby? Abby is the, the little round one. The yep. Korean girl? The Korean girl. Yeah. yeah. Yo, she was mad. <laughs> the absolute best. When she, when, she was so when she was playing dodgeball, catches the ball with her mouth. Yeah. She's constantly in motion, which I didn't realize yeah. until someone pointed it out to me. Like, even when she's sitting still, there's, like, one point where she's standing she's, there, and she's vibrating. Yeah. <laughs> she has so much energy. She is awesome. Uh, <laughs> she's so good. Sunny, like, every time she opened her mouth, I would, like, laugh my ass Sunny off. was watching with, like, yeah, that's very Korean. Oh, my God. <laughs> she's like, just an absolute treasure. So much energy. She was, like, she was awesome. You know, a little aggressive. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, need, yeah. Like, a, I need, like, a short yeah. Just about her. Just like, I short. need to see her yeah. life for yeah. a day. I need to see that. Like a day in the life of Abby. But also, <laughs> you know? she's always throwing the, the Taekwondo kicks. Oh my yeah. god, yes. <laughs> like, that's pretty awesome. Uh, it's I a little know, like I hope this doesn't sound there. bad, but like, you know, as Asians, we kind of classify ourselves specifically. Like we do racial profiling oh. of our own kind of thing. So when we look at Koreans, they're like, Yeah, that's very like Koreans <laughs> are like the most aggressive out of everyone. They're like the Irish, like ready to fight kind of like attitude. Oh. So to us, I was like, Yeah, that's dead on. I mean, yeah, white people do it too. <laughs> Right, you yeah. Know, like, like you just said, like the Irish, own, you know, yeah. they're always ready to fight. Yeah. Yeah. Spanish, <laughs> that. Spanish people? A little bit? Latinos? <laughs> uh, un poquito? Uh, I think if I had to put somebody in front of the bus of aggression. <laughs> I mean, you got to throw the Colombians in there. Oh, yeah. They've had the cartels for how many years? It's but is it cartels or is it like just the way they behave in front of other people? You know Do they what? get angry more? They were really mad about losing against the United States in the 1994 World Cup. They got eliminated for the first round of the tournament yeah. um, in the elimination round. 
And apparently the goalie, when he came back home, they shot him. So therefore, uh, yeah. as a Chilean, I am choosing Colombia as the most aggressive <laughs> of the uh, Latinos. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. it's funny. You're like, welcome. Like, Koreans can drink anyone under the table out of all the other Asians, to be honest. More than Japan? I, I, yeah, it's weird, man. The Japanese drink a lot, though. They so drink a lot, too. But yeah. to be honest with you, like, Koreans are, like, the Irish of, yeah, like... Yeah, their drinking like, they culture can, They drink like, and they can fight you, like, yeah. when they're drunk. Like, oh Japan God. is, like, they're just... They get drunk because they work so fucking hard every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They literally pass out with the suit and then still go back to work with the same... Like, and that's normal. Yeah, it's my, because they, they work uh, so much. My brother sent me a <laughs> bunch of pictures of Japanese businessmen Passed folded. Out folded as yeah. he describes it because they're just like they're, yeah they're oh, either wow. on the street uh, they're, they're either on a subway or, or the, just on the side of the street yeah and in korea it is legal for you to drink in public isn't it in S- japan as well yes is yeah. it also yeah. oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah you can get true. it from vending machines yeah, yeah that's right uh, so like that in that yeah. sense like they're just you know what i mean so they're chinese people drink a lot too but honestly like they're a little bit lighter than like mm. Let's say, yeah, like the Koreans or whatever. But like, so it's kind of funny. Like we have like specific, <laughs> like perspective of other each other each countries. You know. So Koreans are just Asian Irish people. They just have so much energy, and they have so much like they're strong too. Like it's the Irish. Um, the Korean zombie just fought last night. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot oh, his actual name. Yeah. yeah. But they had to stop the fight. Oh. Jesus. Because he just took so many hits and would not stop coming. Like literal zombie, just would oh. not die. That really puts Abby into perspective for me. Oh I love God. her even more now. He was. They had to. Yeah, it was crazy how because his face was like red, like just bleeding. Wow. And he just wouldn't stop. Damn. And it's like he was always like that. Like in every fight that he's had, like he just wouldn't stop. Huh. To almost to like his detriment, you know what I mean? But like it just shows how fucking tough they are. Yeah. Like, they're so tough. God damn. Also, quick question because I've had this. Yes, uh, this was a scene that. They, when they mention, I've had that friend, uh, Miriam, being yeah. described at, by her by her mom as weird. Yeah. Did you have a friend that your yes. mom was like, "This person's weird. Why yes. do you hang out with them?" <laughs> Most of my friends. Sketch. Uh, did you have a friend that your your parents were like, "Why do you hang out with them? They're weird." <laughs> that no. kid's weird. No. No, not really. Huh. A lot of them were. Yeah, no, not really. Because I, I don't think I really hung out with. I think later on in life, like in college, mm. I was really, you know, I, whenever I would bring friends home, it would just be like Filipino kids that are like mm. the almost close family stuff. So like my parents just know what to do with that. But I I think later on, I actually got to like have actual friends that are not Filipinos. Like I had like a lot of like black friends in high school, but mm-hmm. like they wouldn't really like come over to my place. Like mm-hmm. we weren't really all that because I was friends with everyone. Yeah. Like, I wasn't, like, the guy that had just, like, had a specific click. It was, like, all Filipinos was all just, like, stay close and be safe. But then we would, like, hang out with, like, other, you know, other people. I was just, like, friends with – I was friendly with everyone. Yeah. So no one bothered me. No one was, like, you know, harsh to me. If somebody was, there'd be, like, another popular person that as friends of mine would, like, stop it. So, like, I was pretty safe just because – just, like, how I am. Like, I'm friendly with everyone. I've always done that mm-hmm. everywhere. And that's how I always felt safe because – I'd, I'd cover my ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so in, in in college, that's when everything was different because I was with just artists. Nice. And that's when I met all walks of life in there. You know, like, yeah, it was it was pretty great. That's when I 
I felt like I actually met like real friends that actually like liked me for who I was and stuff, and not and people anything else. people that you still know today. Yeah, they're still my friends yeah. till this day. Mm-hmm. Like they are my closest friends. You know, like that's how I met Joe, Joe Bonsu. That's how I met you know everyone, Helen Sue, and everyone. Don't but forget like, Peter. Who? <laughs> Who's that? I don't <laughs> anyway, yeah, you know, closest friends, deep, deep bonds. Yeah, just he's people li- you would never forget, never, ever forget. Yeah, he's gonna oh. listen to this episode and just be oh. like so hurt. Yes, you think he listens to this podcast? <laughs> Get out of here. That's why you will forget about him. <sighs> Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Yeah, but Toby, uh, who are your weird friends? Because also, uh, no, I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. My mother adores you for some strange reason. Yeah, I don't, um, I'll I never lovely. figure that out. Yeah, me neither. I, I don't. <laughs> I, my dad I, has the proper reaction to you, which is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, like the fucking guy uh, calling you Elvira and so on and so forth. Uh, like I said, my dad has a relationship with everybody that's made up of grunts and just, yeah. you know, huh. This is a very blue collar uh, man. Yeah, he's. I, I, bring out the, you know? I bring out the longest grunts, though. You do. Because, oh. Uh, I would say it comes more from being like you know the the blue collar immigrant is like <laughs> yep. it's so specific, hundred you know? percent. Um, it's Eurocentric kind of grunts, gr- grunts in euros, grunts in euros. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but um, oh, no, yeah, because I I like I was like sketch, like I hung out with everybody, um, everyone. So I did have a friend um, who I'll admit was strange. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She was a bit much in everything she did. <laughs> and um, she was like one of those like, she's one of those girls that totally would have used a yaoi paddle on somebody at an anime convention <laughs> and unironically used the word glomp. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those. Wow. Um, and only exclusively drew like anime and stuff. Um, yeah, total weeb. Uh, but yeah, that was one of one of many of my friends that my mother was like, they were a little weird. <laughs> So, in grade five and six in the Philippines, there was this kid that I'll never forget, except I forgot his name. <laughs> but every now and him. but every now and then, I I remember he was such a dear friend mm-hmm. when I was growing up in the Philippines. Hmm. Uh, he was like very I, at that age too. He was very openly gay. Wow. But in that area, there was a lot of like a gay community there, mm-hmm. right? So much so that like they literally would freely walk past me like adults, mm-hmm. gay adults would slap my ass and would like hit on me. That's pedophilia. I was grade six. <laughs> yeah, it was really fucking weird. But that's, you know, it was like a very free, I don't know. It's, I, don't, I don't really get it. I, I, that kind of, that kind of like, I, I try to like forget about that because it was pretty. They deserve to go to horny jail. Messed up. But he was like. But with him, he was, like, my age. Like, we would go to school together, and mm-hmm. he had, like, this, like, um, very solid plastic suitcase. He's grade six. He's going yeah. to school with this, like, bright blue. I remember that case, like, so well. Oh, yeah. Queers and always he, have weird backpacks. Yeah. So he had, like, this, like, interesting, like, you know, like, style that I thought was, like, really cool. And he was really funny. So I hung out with him a lot and kind of, like, later realized, like, it was just to me. It was just like a matter of fact. Like, oh, you know, he's he's gay. Like, that's cool. Yeah. But like, it never really affected anything else in our lives. So like, it didn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I always had like that kind of like approach with the LGBTQ. It was like doesn't affect me in any way. Yeah. So I, I don't see the problem. 
You know, I don't see any kind of problem at all. It's that's just what it is, right? The only thing is like when I'm being accused of like, oh, you're gay. I'm like, but I'm not though. Like logically, yeah. I'm just trying to talk, speak facts here. You're not but saying you're, it because you're you don't yeah, want to be. But gay. you're interrupting me, saying yeah. not, no. But like really, and so I take it very seriously. Yeah. And I'm just like, wait, I don't understand. Like, how come you don't understand what I'm trying to tell you? I'm not gay. It's like, like yeah, if you I was gay. gay. I would have a boyfriend right now because yeah. I have know so many gay people. Yeah, well, and I'm very lonely, and well, I would probably yeah. want somebody right now. Just, just, uh, just saying, Tyler, Tyler was gay. No, Tyler guys, was straight. Yeah, you guys think he was straight, but he just yeah. liked the the boy band. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Yes. Because yeah. I thought he had like he liked the one of the Kevin's. <clears throat> yeah, he was a fan of him. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. There was like a lot of. I mean, I had I had friends that were like into Backstreet Boys and like and yeah, in sync like here, and yeah. they're not gay at all. There you, you know? go. Yeah, so. we used to hold like background like backyard dances in the little neighborhood I grew up in. Oh. Uh, my mom would like put like fairy lights around mm. the backyard. Wait, and stuff. boy girl dances? Yeah, they were boy girl dances. Oh my god! But we were like, Aww. you know, my mom would like sit like you know nearby and watch us all, and we were kids. It was innocent, <laughs> <laughs> but like it would. You know, the boys mm. would be like singing along to Backstreet Boys and so with the girls and we were all dancing and, you know. <laughs> 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 nice. Well, um, I'm excited to finish this podcast. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> No, I was I was going to say something and then I just I just said that way. I was like, wait, that's not that doesn't make wow. Any sense. Wow. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to end this. Tell us how you really feel. No, I'm just <laughs> if you watched, I'm pretty sure you watched the pod, uh, the uh, the the movie. If uh, if you gotten all the way to this point, uh, yeah. tell us what your thoughts about the the great 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 movie, Turning Red. Yes, um, I, I'd just like to say uh, congratulations. If the team or anybody who worked on the movie ever gets to hear this, congratulations. One hundred percent on an awesome movie. Thank you for uh, thank you for uh, uh, representing Toronto the way we've yeah. always dreamt that there would be in animation. Yeah. Absolutely, and uh, we we yes. can't wait for the next uh, movie y'all come out. With. Hit that, <laughs> oh God, he's hit looking that at mic me. stand one more time. I swear just do it. Just do it. You've already hit it once before. I was waving my arms. Okay, I was gonna give a I'm thumbs tape up. Tape your goddamn arms. Okay, I am so sorry. <laughs> it was an accident. Abby's my spirit animal, man. <laughs> <laughs> so it, like which one am i would i be miriam which one's miriam the, Mir- so, the, the white girl oh what was that the, the, the indian girl priya 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 yeah i i love her attitude and i was like i know somebody like her yeah like i just love that mm. I, I don't know so awesome. I, I don't know who's my favorite but it's, it's hard to just, choose yeah yes. they're just i think may good... is my favorite just because she just she's has so yeah yeah they were all they're all great, but yes. Yeah. Great Who was your favorite character? Yeah, that's uh, that's a good question on Discord uh, chat. Yeah, like, would what's your take on you know um, diversity? Yeah, you know, we should do a full podcast on that. That's yes. true. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. true. Oh, so yeah, give great. us your like what you would like to see as far as diversity goes, and when we do our podcast on diversity, we'll we'll you know maybe bring up some of the things yeah. that you hell yes commented. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. You know, it's wild, but Toby is like the closest thing to like the stereotypical podcaster. Excuse you? Well, as being a white dude, but that's That's it. all I have. Yep, that's all you got. Says the one sitting here with a baseball cap on while recording. It's a hockey cap. Come on. You know it's a, I'm just it's you know it's a hockey cap, Toby. You could be Why you could would be, it be baseball? You could be do you could be the host of like lore. 
or yeah. something at this yeah, point. Like yes. A, <laughs> yes. Or, you know, like a crime podcast or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Like a true crime podcast. Where I drink wine and talk about murder. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I feel like we're that close to doing that. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, also, uh, you know, uh, email us at sendyourdicks at wearyourfriends. Also, I just realized we haven't had a straight white guy on the show. Is that true? We haven't, no. We've had Vince and Joe. And Sonny. And Sonny. Yeah, no straight We haven't guys. had a straight white guy on the show. Oh, my God. No, not a single one. I feel like we're really not connecting with the possible... White cis male generation. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if my uh, faggy intre- intellectual ass <laughs> will help with that, but <laughs> just, you know. I think you're the least offensive here. Yeah. It's emotional. Me? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm the trans one. He keeps talking about dicks. So That's true. Oh, yeah, speaking of true. dicks, you can send us uh, your dick. At uh, send your dicks send at wearyourfriends.ca. Oh, yeah. um, this is for anybody who sent who has been sent an unwelcomed uh, yeah. dick pic, and you're like, you know what? Fuck this guy. Mm-hmm. We're gonna blast him. You know, we're gonna have fun. Make exactly. fun of it. Yeah, don't blast us like blast yeah, us, but blast. just um, put us also on blast. yes. Uh, for the first time, I'm mentioning that we have a Twitter now. We do have a Twitter. Yes. We do. Um, da, so da, 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 it's where your friend da, 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 too, because I couldn't get where your friends. Oh damn! Uh, so fuck my life, fuck your life, fuck your life. Uh, but yeah, follow Bing us bong. there. Um, I will be posting like I don't know, shit. You know, poop. Yeah, yeah. like literal pictures of shit. A poop and Alvaro. So yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. You're fuck you, Toby. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Piece of dog shit. Anyway, <laughs> gonna take a picture of a dog ass and tag Toby as it. <laughs> uh thanks for listening guys uh this has been really fun talking about turning red actually just because it's such a such a good movie very good go watch it yeah enjoy it go watch it yeah and remember you are never alone because because we're we're your your friends friends. that was the most formal one that we've ever done i'm proud of us i'm I'm pretty proud of us bye Thank you for listening to the Where Your Friends podcast, hosted by Tobias Medeiros, Alvaro Cruz, and Matt Sketch. Edited by Toby Medeiros, produced by Matt Sketch. Reference and additional material can be found in the show notes. I've never met nobody like you, had friends and I've had buddies. It's true, but they don't turn my tummy the way you do. I've never met nobody like you.